Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather, and we're going to talk about news and views that you're not going to hear about in your mainstream media. And I give it all to you from a West Texans biblical point of view. So let's see what we've got going on today in the news. We all know that the whole media in Davos started today. So I wonder what wickedness they're uh, dreaming up over there. We'll find out a little bit about that. I've some news. What else have we got going on? Are we headed for round four of COVID-19? This is by Todd Strandberg. What else we got going on? Man's quest for immortality, attempting to replant the tree of life. And we will talk a bit about that as well today. What else we got? Thought crimes now are a reality as woman arrested for praying silently. And then the one I touched on the other day, toxic stew. Big Pharma seeks to inject livestock with mRNA, quote, vaccines, unquote. Yes, folks, I can't make this stuff up. You know, I can't. This is unbelievable. And one other thing, if you guys did not check out John Holler's Prophecy Update on Sunday, you need to head on over there and check it out. Uh, this was the gas-free gaslighting, and it was one very good update. I'm not going to uh, say anything about it on this episode. I'm going to give you some time. Uh, to go check it out. It's very good. I'll tell you that much. Very, very good. Very good. I'll tell you that much. Uh, fantastic. What else? Um, another good one. Um, J.D. Farag. Pastor Farag uh, did his prophecy update yesterday, and it is mucho bueno. Very good. You guys need to go check that out, too. You can find that at jdfarag.org, and you can check him out there. What else do we have going on in the news today? Minnesota poised to ban Christians, Muslims, and Jews from teaching in public schools. Surprise, surprise. Mall of America tells man to remove Jesus Saves shirt over offended shoppers. I watched that video, guys. Unbelievable. That's by Todd Starnes. We'll talk a bit about that. The green agenda has never been about science or the environment. It's all about that green money and power. Yes, folks, all about the power. And German court orders Holocaust survivor to be sent to psychiatric institution for forced COVID shots. Can you imagine? Can you imagine this? God, it's like all over again. And then, study COVID-19 accelerated trends of religious decline. Folks, we got some stuff to talk about. First, we're going to head on over here. We're going to talk about the toxic stew. I did start this the other day, and I didn't even get back to it. This was posted on the 16th of... I'm sorry, not the 16th of January. I was looking at the headline of the news there. This was posted on the 13th of January, and you can find it at Technocracy. Uh, news technocracy dot news. So this article is by Ben Barty via PJ Media. So let's check it out. The pharmaceutical industry has been quietly at work for years now, concocting excuses and methods to inject livestock whose flesh will eventually end up in human digestive tracts with mRNA therapies marketed as, quote, vaccines. A research project underway at the Iowa State University titled Novel mRNA Vaccine Technology for Prevention of Bovine Respiratory Syncytial Virus is Developing mRNA Vaxes for Domesticated Cows. 
bovine respiratory uh, syncytial virus or RSV is a significant viral pathogens of young cows that is a key component of the respiratory disease complex and often leads to secondary bacterial pneumonia. We will test a novel mRNA vaccine that's quote air quotes there a system to uh, that we have developed that substantially lowers the price point of product or price point for production animals and may lead to more thermal stable transcripts compatible with vaccinating on the farm our overall goal is to test a novel mrna system for inducing immunological protection from bovine rsv infection in Australia, the VAX-happy government has fast-tracked mRNA vaccine developments for cattle in partnership with a U.S. biotech firm. So, Deputy Premier and Minister for Regional NSW Paul Toole said today marks an important milestone towards securing the vaccine technology that will protect Australia's $28.7 billion livestock industry. Folks, I guess if they don't think they can get you to stop eating meat, you know, because that's their big plan, you know, no more meat for you, or you're going to have this amount of meat that you can buy the entire year, folks. If you haven't watched John Holler's Prophecy Update, I'm telling you on the gaslighting free, free gas gaslighting, you need to check it out. You're going to be like blown away by what these people's plans are. Why, you know, everybody's staring at their phones and taking selfies and oh man, it's all about me, me, me. And as they keep you occupied with binge watching on Netflix and all of this stuff, you know, they just give you. You know, to keep you occupied, these free apps and, you know, wear this watch and do all this and, you know, focus on yourself and nobody else and, you know, don't worry about anybody else. While they have you all focused on that, they're coming up with all these evil maniacal plans that you would think would come out of a comic book, but they're really doing this stuff, believe it or not. You're going to be um blown away and so what i think that they're going to do here with the well my little mind here i'm trying to figure out what this whole you know plan is for mrn vaccinating cattle and all this stuff is i i think what they're saying is that they're not going to get people to stop eating meat because you're going to eat meat we're going to eat meat regardless right because it's a protein and most of us like proteins like i i like mine medium rare um on a plate garnished with maybe some you know potatoes <laughs> in a nice glass of sweet tea but that's just my preference on protein anyway um but yeah but i think their plan is is to if they can't get us to take the vaccine one way or it's not even the vaccine folks if they can't get us to take this concoction this shot this death shot one way they'll get it to you one way or another like we'll just put it in the meat and then they'll eat the meat there that will work that that will work very good class very good you know, these people, if you think, if you think this is going to stop them, no, nah, look what they've already done. Millions of people have died because of them. They don't care. They don't care. They don't. Mm. This goes to show me that we are living in the end days. And if you don't have Jesus Christ as your savior, you better wake up and smell uh, the burning of the book of revelation coming towards you because stuff is going to start hitting the fan if you haven't checked out my book uh when the rapture hits the fan you may want to check that out that's kind of a fast track drama you know little book just a quick book just to remind you of how fast this can happen how fast and the bible says it happens so fast it's when the twinkling of an eye you can't even calculate that that's how fast as the twinkling of an eye 
And that is 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verses 50 through 53. The Apostle Paul told us. And uh, yeah, guys, this is going to happen. It's just a matter of a win. We don't know when. Nobody can tell you. If somebody tells you it's going to happen on blah, 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 date at this certain time, you're going to be like, yeah, whatever, buddy. You need to read your Bible. You don't know. We don't know. But we do know the season. Jesus told us we would know the season. He gave us these signs. These things are going to be happening when this. So we know. So we know the season. And what does Jesus say? It'll catch the world like a a thief in the night, but not us, not the remnant church, not us, not the remnant of Bible believers. We will not be caught off guard because why? We are looking. We're looking every day, all the time for the soon return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We are waiting expectantly, hopeful. We're waiting for him. So we're looking for him. So it won't catch us off guard but the world, it's going to catch them off guard. And they've already got up plans to tell you what's going to happen. They've already came up with all these. You know, the new age, like, oh, the age of Aquarius. They're going to take millions of these people and they're going to consciousness and they're going to rethink and all this. Stuff. Oh, aliens took them. So they're already coming up with things because they know. They know it's going to happen. The demons know. They know it's going to happen. And so these people know. And, you know, uh, J.D. Farag, Pastor Farag made a good point um, in his prophecy update, and I watched it today, and um, and I've, I've been kind of convicted of it myself because, I, you know, I call them demon rats, and I should not call the Democrats demon rats. I should not say that. Um, that's not that's not Christian. Uh, we don't fight against, we don't war against flesh and blood. We war against principalities and those places of darkness, and so it's demons and so these people, like he said, are our mission field. And so I have, I've been convicted of that myself. And so um, I'm not going to, I won't refer to them as that anymore. And that's the truth. They are, you know, it is like he said, how, how can you win somebody to Christ or tell them about Jesus after you've already called him a demon rat? I'm like, he's, he's got a point there. That's, that's kind of hard to do. Um, but slowly but surely over the last few weeks, I, I think I have been convicted of this because, you know, I've been in prayer for our leaders for biden and he thinks that biden's not even fully human anymore and uh, you can watch you need to go watch pastor uh jd frog's prophecy update and you can watch that at jdfrog.org watch that don't don't bother going to the youtube and don't bother going to to the face because you're not going to watch it all he um they only put certain um certain points up and then they stop it when it gets good because otherwise you know they'll be kicked off of youtube and facebook and all that other stuff like i was kicked off of youtube yeah, but that's okay. Doesn't doesn't bother me. Anyway, so we go on to we'll read a little bit more here. And it says COVID nineteen demonstrated to us that all possible avenues in developing vaccines must be explored and we will leave no stone unturned. You know, it's kinda hard uh for them to hide everybody dropping dead here lately. It's really hard to really hard. And so now they're coming up with different excuses now. Oh, yeah, this is the no total norm. You know, it's always been this way. You just didn't hear about all these people dying, you know, really? Hmm. But they're gaslighting you, completely gaslighting people. And they're still going to get these boosters. Oh, you got to get my booster. I've got to get the booster. Like, really? No. No, you don't. Tell me. Did you ever get COVID? Well, yeah, I got COVID. I was like really sick with COVID. And yeah, how many times have you? I've had COVID four times. I'm like, four times? How many, what? How many boosters did you get? I got three boosters and you've had COVID four times. Oh, that's, boy, that's working, isn't it? Yeah, no. I could have died if I didn't get the booster. 
You might not have got COVID four times if you didn't get three boosters. I don't know. You know, I'm just saying. I don't know. Hmm. I do know some people are more susceptible to get COVID. I do know people who have not been uh, jabbed, caught, shotted, vaccinated, and they have gotten COVID like three times. So, I mean, I know it is possible, you know, that to get, but they didn't get it bad, you know, but or they have gotten it a couple times. And so, uh, it's possible, but the most people, you know, who get it numerous, numerous times and end up in the hospital, they've got COVID, uh, they've been vaccinated. And so I was looking at our uh, global, our global, whew, our Amarillo Globe news, which I very seldom look at, uh, but it came across my news break app. And so I was like, oh, better check it out, right? And uh, talk about um, the head of one of our hospitals here, and uh, Lamentier is his last name, and he is brainwashed, gaslighted, and... The whole nine yards, and I'm surprised he wasn't wearing four masks when he was talking to the reporter. But um, he goes on to say that he's the same one that's going, Remdemsevere, Remdemsevere. That's going to take everybody's top test. Yeah, yes, Remdemsevere. Y'all don't know what you're talking about, but I know everything. Yes, yes, yes. But the government told us that we're going to use Remdemsevere. And that's what they did. And they killed my friend, my neighbor, uh, Patricia. They killed her with Remdemsevere. All of her organs shut down and uh, put on a, uh, on a breathing uh, machine. And they gave her that knowing that it would kill her. Did anybody even read the inserts? I'm like, I don't know about you guys, but if your doctor ever, like me, I am, I am a researcher by heart. I'm very analytical. It's weird. I know. I, I don't know. But I have like a creative mind, like I, I fiction stories and stuff, and I like to paint. But as far as that, I'm very analytical. And so my doctor gives me all these medications, and I'm like, oh, wait, let me let me look at the side effects. You know, first thing I go to the side effects. I read every side effect. I, I read everything I can about that drug before I even think about putting that in my body. But then he had these people going, here, remdemsevir. And remdemsevir was known, of course, just ask Bill Gates. He'll tell you all about what remdemsevir will do. And you can ask, oh, Fauci, and they, what it did to those people in India and Africa. What it did to those children. Just ask them what it did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, God. Shuts down organs. Um, and then what did they do? I mean, it's a known fact. It's on the insert. It's not like they're hiding anything. They're like, oh, my God. You know, you, you misinformation, people. Well, read the facts. Read it for yourself, and it'll tell you. Hey, right here it says, can cause multi-organ failure. Boom. And that's what it did. And all these people are like, well, they did, They died. All their organs shut down because of COVID. No, their organs shut down because you gave them remdesivir. Oh, because those manufacturers want to make the money. It's all about the money. They don't give a rat's butt about people. They don't value life. That's the whole point, and that's what makes me absolutely furious. It angers me so much that I just, I hate, I hate to do articles on it because, you know. But anyway, and sitting there, I, I can't even read the article because I was so infuriated by watching, you need to go and get your booster. I'm like, I wish he'd shove that booster up his beep. Uh, and then, yeah, we can go from there. Um, but knowing how many people that I know personally have died because of this shot, it absolutely infuriates me. My doctor was one of them. Dr. Bruce Pilko Jaber, she was amazing, amazing. And, um, you know, yep, killed her. And I have no doubt that my friend is fighting for her life right now, probably end up having to take that clot shot because she works in the medical field. By the way, you guys are praying for, oh, my friend, Kimberly Brock. Um, guys, keep the prayers coming. Praise the Lord. Um, they are weaning her off of uh, the ventilator. They said she still is intubated. Um, but right now, I mean, her eye, she's opened her eyes. I mean, oh my God, praise the Lord. Everything's going well. I do still plan on leaving next Sunday 
um, next Sunday I'm going to make the trip. Um, I know that a lot of your people live around in different countries and of course different states and you know here in Texas everybody's like Texas is like you know you could drive nine hours while I'm about to drive seven and a half hours <laughs> and still be in the same state. <laughs> no but I'm going to I, ha I have anxiety so it's really hard for me to um I never I mean I didn't always have anxiety but uh the older I get, I just get, you know, a little, little anxious, but I'm, I'm going to do it. If you guys will keep me in your prayers as well, too. Um, I am going to, and, uh, uh Brittany, thank you so much um, for helping me, um, uh, with the traveling costs. That is very sweet of you. May God bless you. I sure do appreciate that. Um, but I'm going to rent a car and I'm going to head down that away. It's going to be a really quick trip. Um, my, uh, branch manager, um, gave me an extra day off so that I can, um, come back. So I'll probably end up leaving early, early Sunday, uh, morning, like around two or 3 a.m., and then driving down uh, to San Antonio. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for praying for her. I'm telling you, God, God hears prayers. He answers prayers. Um, he loves his children. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm very, very appreciative of y'all's prayers. And I'm just, I just praise God every day. Just praise the Lord Jesus Christ because he is amazing, amazing. And nothing is too difficult for him. Nothing, nothing is impossible for him. Nothing. Get in the word of God. I tell you, I have such a love um, for God's word. And, oh, great news. More great news. Um, you guys, I did get another place to live. Um, same complex. <laughs> but it's a two-bedroom, uh, a two-bath. and um, But it's upstairs, and it's on, the, it's on the corner. And so I won't have any neighbors above me, you know, stomping around and doing all kinds of crap, waking me up all hours of the night. And uh, terrifying my dog. So I won't have that. I won't have music blaring and all that good stuff. And uh, the people below me are fantastic. They are conservative Christians. And so I'm very thankful for that. So um, keep me in, keep, keep those, keep, keep prayers coming, guys. I'm so, I'm so thankful for that. Um, mm. But anyway, uh, my brother, brothers, I should say, they all live in Southern California. And uh, one of them, you know, I just found out here recently through Ancestry.com. You know, it's amazing. I don't know who my dad was. I never knew until just here recently. And, of course, he passed away, uh, I think, like in 2016. But, um, anyway, I did get a half-brother out of it. I'm like, what? So, he's fantastic. And um, so, anyway, of course, my other brother, me and my, my, my brother uh, were adopted at birth. And so, he's five years older than me. And uh, he's half um, half Japanese. And, uh, I didn't know that until I grew up older. I had no idea. Um, but anyway, um, I absolutely love him. And he lives, uh, there in Southern California. It's been raining so much, but I got to tell you guys, um, an amazing story. So, um, I always thought my brother was saved, but I always prayed for him to be saved because I didn't know, but it was later on in life when he made that decision. And, uh, we were talking and of course I'm always, you know, praying for him and we always, you know, send scripture back and forth and we're always, you know, praying for each other. And I'm so thankful for that. But he, he traded in his really big, you know, macho Jeep, you know, you know, and he got this, um, he got this little car, this little Toyota, but he drives a lot and gas at that time was like in California, it's like eight bucks a gallon, $7 a gallon. So he's like, Whoa. I'm like, well, you know, you got to make the adult decision, Damon. <laughs> you know, you're, you're he's like uh, older than me. And he's like, all right. And so he did. So he drives a lot on the freeways and it had a lot of rain. You know, I'm sure y'all guys know they're in Southern Cal. Lots of rain. Just like, and he drives like 80. You know, he goes, he's, he's a teacher and uh, he's such a wonderful teacher. Um, I, absolutely. I'll tell you what, he taught me how to read before I was even in kindergarten. He was, he taught me how to do all of that. So, I mean, he's 
I knew he's always been a really good teacher. And so anyway, he took, he hadn't been able to get his car in um, to get the oil changed because they're always booked. And he's trying to make this point. They're always booked, booked, booked. And then he goes, they said, you might have some luck coming in just as a walk-in. He's like, all right, well, today, of course, is uh, Martin Luther King Day, so schools are off. And so he drove in this morning, and thank God he did. Um, they replaced his two front tires. Um, they were already showing the belt. So, like, the steel belt of your tires, so he could have a blowout at any moment. And so, um, God is good, you guys. Uh, saved him. And, of course, he got his, his oil changed. But um, he was, like, so so excited to tell me the, that uh, what God had done for him. And I was like, that's amazing. So, you know, we may see, you know, Jesus in, like, huge things. And you may see him in little things. And so the whole point is God is involved in our life from the very huge things all the way to the car, to the tires on our car. You know what I mean? So God loves you. He loves me. And, um, you know, he takes care of us. He is our Abba Father. And so when you look up that in Hebrew, Abba means like daddy. You know, how much more intimate, like daddy, father. You know, always, you know. So when I prayed, that's what I pray. You know, like, oh, you know, Heavenly Father. But I still have reverence. So, you know, I see these other people going, oh, Papa, like whatever. I'm like, you have reverence. I mean, it's the holy, righteous God who is our daddy, you know, but we still got to have holy reverence for him. Fear and trembling, he says, to work out your salvation. So, um, anyway, I just kind of wanted to throw that in there. Um, I don't know why, but, you know, me, I have ADD. So, anyway, <laughs> but uh, talking about this, so the pharma biotech research is also hard at work on wildlife mRNA vaccines. Folks, this ought to send red flags, like, through the air. This is insane. This is super crazy you guys oh yeah folks so two-thirds of captive uh, captive bred black-footed ferrets have been vaccinated for the novel coronavirus and not a single one of the endangered uh uh black-footed ferrets is known so far to have contracted the disease researchers are concerned that black-footed ferrets may be able to contract SARS-CoV-2 the virus that causes COVID-19 in humans since close relatives like the European mink and domestic ferrets can be infected. After finding similar species can be infected, researchers quickly began to increase safety protocols at zoos and the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service's National Black-Footed Ferret Conservation Center in Colorado, the main source of the captive breeding and release program for the federally endangered species. Oh boy. So what will the consequences of uh, consequences be of vaccinating every captive and wild animal on earth? No one knows, including the reckless pharmaceutical firms conducting this mass scale experiment. It's been way past time to stop pussyfooting around the core of the problem. The people directing these efforts are pure raw evil. Whether they are literally possessed by some off world spirit, just plain psychopaths, or whatever else is up for debate. Goes on to say what is increasingly non-debatable is that whatever the root cause of their hatred for life on earth and natural or in nature itself as a proxy for God, they won't stop until they A, are neutralized with irresistible force, ideally through legal means, or B, have irreversibly infected the entire animal, plant, bacteria, and fungi genome with their Frankenstein genetic material. Folks. I'm telling you, it ought to raise some huge red flags to you that they're doing this. This is 
a manipulated virus that they made, concocted, invented, gained, used gain of function in a lab. And now this is what they are doing is they are injecting it into everything. Everything, folks. Do you, have, do you see the end of the world coming? Because the Bible said if Jesus didn't come back, there wouldn't be anything left. Well, now we kind of know why, right? It's getting, uh, it's getting a little deep, folks. Getting deep. So what else? So the study of the COVID-19 accelerate or accelerated trends of religious decline. That's going to lead into that article right there. So it's a guy I want to talk about. Uh, prophecynewswatch.com has this, and it's by uh, Kenneth Chan, and it comes from the Washington Stand. It was posted today, January the 16th. So Americans who are young, single, or self-identified liberals have long experienced declines in religious membership, practice, and identity. But the COVID-19 pandemic appears to have accelerated those declines pushing out those who had maintained the weakest commitments to regular religious attendance, according to a new study. Quote, the pandemic did not entirely scramble America's religious landscape. Rather, it accelerated existing trends of religious decline. Uh, study co-author Daniel A. Cox of the American Enterprise Institute told the Washington Stand, for instance, it did not make a dent at least in aggregate in patterns of religious affiliation, but it may have exacerbated religious polarization. Increasingly, the U.S. is a country that includes very religious and very secular people. To better understand how COVID-19 and the closing of houses of worship influence patterns of religious attendance and identity, AEIs, or that, you know, um, the American Enterprise Institute surveys Center on American Life teamed up with researchers at the University of Chicago's National Opinion Research Center, or the NORC, uh, to measure religious affiliation and attendance both before the pandemic from 2018 to March of 2020 and then again in spring of 2022. Now, not surprisingly, the 2022 American Religious Benchmark Survey found religious attendance was significantly lower in spring of 2022 than it was pre-pandemic. In spring 2022, 33% of Americans reported that they never attend religious services, compared to 1 in 4 or 25% who reported this before the pandemic. After much speculation, uh, this study was able to confirm that many pastors and religious leaders suspected that it or the pandemic did adversely impact religious participation, said Cox. What's more, it impacted certain people in communities more than others goes on to show that younger Americans were much more affected um, than older Americans, 65 and older. Uh, you guys can check out that article at prophecynewswatch.com. Um, and it does just go on to talk about, um, you know, of course, how that happened. You know, and Barna even said this. This is from Future Religious Shifts. So according to George Barna, the director <clears throat> of the research at Arizona Christian University's Cultural Research Center, shifts in religious beliefs uh, will translate to shifts in religious behavior later on down the road. He says, quick, uh, typically uh, we experience shifts in beliefs months or even years before religious behavior catches up to reflect those altered beliefs. Barna told the Washington Stand. He says in his research, Barna had similarly found the uh, found little change in measures such as engagement in worship with the younger 
uh, within the uh, total adult population since the start of the pandemic, except among certain subgroups, such as younger adults and parents of young children, where some of the measures indicate significant shifts aside from engagement and worship. The research at uh, the uh, Arizona's Christians Cultural Research Center also measured Bible reading frequency, trust in the Bible, belief in absolute moral truth, and the pursuit of God's forgiveness for sins. And it goes on to say, but Barna said more noticeably and more significant have been the changes in people's core beliefs. He says, quote, among the beliefs that have changed are beliefs in the God described in the Bible, claims to be uh, deeply committed to one's faith, believing that success is best indicated by obedience to God, in contending that a person's chief purpose is to relate to and live for God, noted Barna, who is also a senior research fellow at Family Christian, or I'm sorry, Family Research Council's Center for Biblical Worldview. He goes on to say, in every case we have identified, uh, uh, we have identified of significant change that shift has shown adults moving away from the from biblical positions to alternative beliefs. He goes on to say, these are the kinds of transitions that are not uncovered through the uh, standard measures of church attendance, prayer, and faith identification. He added, according to Bona, Berna, the impact of COVID nineteen may not be fully realized even now, three years after the start of the pandemic. Just as it is taking time for the health impact of pandemics, quote, solutions to appear, so will we continue to see the pandemic's effect on America's faith uh, for several years to come, he concluded. And this was originally published in the Washington Stand. You can find it at uh, prophecynewswatch.com. I just read a little bit um, out of it, touched some bases on that article. I mean, that was actually written by um, Kenneth Chan, if you want to check that out. So, Oh boy, folks, we got some stuff heading our way, right? So thought crimes. So thought crimes are now a reality as woman arrested for praying silently, folks. This is another article from the Washington Stand. It is by Ariel Del Turco uh, is the author here. So goes on to say, just before Christmas, a stunning video shows the arrest of one UK citizen who was silently praying near an abortion facility in Birmingham, um, England went viral on social media. Isabel von Spruce is a committed Christian, and for years uh, she has made it a habit to pray for the protection of innocent life in the womb as she walked past or stood outside abortion facilities. In November, police received a complaint about von Spruce and arrived on the scene to question her. Though von Spruce and the police officers involved were calm and respectful, the video of their conversation depicts a chilling violation of free speech and religious freedom. A police officer asked Vaughn Spruce, who is standing quietly on the sidewalk, what are you here for today? Vaughn Spruce says, physically, I'm just standing here. Police officer, okay, why here of all places? I know you don't live nearby. Vaughn Spruce says, this is an abortion center. The officer says, okay, that's why you're standing here. Vaughn Spruce nodded. Police officer, is you standing here part of a protest? And Vaughn Spruce says, no, I'm not protesting. Police officer, are you praying? Von Spruce <clears throat> says, I might be praying in my head, but not out loud. <clears throat> Excuse me. It is after this admission, the admission that she was silently praying in her head that Von Spruce was asked to go to the police station for questioning. When she declined, she was arrested. The incident took place outside the BPAS Robert Clinic in Kings Norton, Birmingham, and Von Spruce was accused of violating a local, quote, Public space protection order, unquote. Free speech advocates have rightly labeled such PSPOs as censorship zones. 
goes on to say Birmingham's PSPO expressly prohibits various free speech activities within a certain restricted area around the abortion facilities, including peaceful assembly and giving women information on alternatives to abortion. Among the, among the activities prohibited are protesting, namely engaging in any act of approval or disapproval or attempted act of approval or disapproval with respect to issues related to abortion services by any means. This includes but is not limited to graphic, verbal, or written means, prayer, or counseling. This measure, like others implemented or being considered as legislation across the UK, is a grotesque violation of basic rights that we expect to be protected in any Western country. Free speech on public sidewalks, including prayer, should have no geographical restrictions. The purported purpose of these measures is to prevent harassment for women seeking abortions. Of course, harassment is always wrong and should be illegal, but of course, harassment already is illegal in the UK. Make no mistake, the goal here is not to end harassment. It is to marginalize, in this case, literally any speech or religious belief that might disapprove of abortion or offer hurting women an alternative to abortion. Censorship zones around abortion facilities have been hotly uh, debated across uh, the UK in recent months. The threats to freedom of speech, freedom of assembly, and freedom of religion from censorship zones are already evident in Von Spruce's case. The ADF International, a religious freedom legal advocacy group, is representing Von Spruce. ADF's Lois uh, McGlatchey told Nigel Farage on GB News that whether this PSPO itself is lawful under international human rights laws, which protects freedom of religion, freedom of thought, conscience, and belief, and freedom of speech is another really important question in this case. It is disturbing that the insistence of some UK politicians on making sure women do not see or hear the thoughts or prayers of pro-lifers and Christians is leading them to potentially violate international human rights law. Pro-abortion activists have claimed that it is not Vaughn's Spruce's silent prayer that provoked her arrest, but rather her violation of the PSPO, yet merely standing in the PSPO area is allowed. It was peacefully, or I'm sorry, it was specifically the act of prayer that was not allowed under the PSPO, and that resulted in Vaughn Spruce's arrest. This, without question, is religious freedom case, is a religious freedom case. At its core, religious freedom encompasses the ability to hold and live out your faith. That naturally includes praying in public, especially when your public prayer is done in the privacy of your own head. Free countries must diligently avoid the business of punishing or wheeling in thought crimes. Uh, after her arrest, Vaughn Spruce stated nobody should be criminalized for thinking and, and for praying in a public space in the UK. Quite right. This was originally published in the Washington Stand. Folks, like I say, you are not going to hear this in the mainstream media. She was literally arrested for praying in her head. Hmm. It is coming to a country near me and you, folks. So what else do we have going on today? Jeremy Court orders Holocaust survivor to be sent to psychiatric institution for forced COVID shots. Can you imagine surviving the Holocaust only to be forced to take this clot shot and then sent to a psychiatric? I absolutely infuriates me. But we're going to read this article. This is at lifesitenews.com. German court orders Holocaust survivor to be sent to psychiatric institution for forced COVID shots. Oh boy, guys. So Jewish composer Anna Zavanetskaya has been taken to a safe place by friends to prevent her arrest. 
This is uh, Stuttgart, Germany. It says German authorities want to put a famous Jewish composer and Holocaust survivor into a psychiatric clinic and force her to take the COVID injection. Uh, Ina Szymanskaya, who lives in Stuttgart, Germany, was supposed to be taken to a psychiatric institution and forcefully injected with the COVID jabs on January the 11th, according to the news outlet Report 24, which has been a person which has been in personal contact with Szymanskaya. Uh, however, according to several reports, she has been transferred to a safe place by friends by friendly activists who want to prevent her arrest. The 85-year-old Get that, folks. The 85-year-old Zvenetskaya sent a video message to Report 24 saying that music is my life, and if they take away music from me, then they take my life. Uh, Report 24 also received a copy of the court order, which authorizes her forceful transfer to a psychiatric institution and force her to be forcefully injected with the COVID-19 shots for her own good. It is for your own good. Hmm... Did we learn anything from the Nuremberg trials? What in the beep is going on? Anyway, the court order was officially appointed uh, by her professional guardian, which seems somewhat contradictory given that the German National Federation of Professional Guardians is strictly against forced vaccinations of patients against their wishes, according to statements made on their website. The court order claims that Zvenetskaya has been diagnosed with several mental illnesses, including dementia, delusional disorder, narcissistic grandeur, self-image, egocentrism, and logoria. Uh, she also allegedly suffers from severe obesity and heart disease. She's a Holocaust survivor. Seriously? Mm. Anyway, however, many of these diagnoses were called into question by critics after the story made the rounds in alternative media circles. Report 24 journalist Will Huber pointed out that Zeneskaya does not appear to be extremely overweight in the video she sent, uh, which seems to contradict the claim that she is severely obese. Uh, Mashka Oriel, co-founder of the Humanitarian Organization for Holocaust Survivors, reportedly spoke with Zvenskaya and said she cannot confirm any of the diagnoses that were alleged in the court order. Of course not, because they don't exist. It's an outright lie. I'm just throwing that in there. Yeah, fodder. Anyway, quote, I talked to her on the phone for an hour, Oriel said, and according to a report by TKP. Quote, she is vulnerable, frightened, and has lived in this state for about two years as her legal guardian has apparently tried to institutionalize her several times, unquote. Uh, quote, she drew an inequivocal comparison. It's like when dad was at the front and mom had to flee with me and my brother. Oral said that Savannah is introverted and autistic, but added that this is normal for a highly talented artist. Oral also mentioned that Zaskana did not want to take her medication at one point, and that this was likely a reason for her legal guardian to call for her to be institutionalized. Zaskana's father, who was a doctor, probably also taught her to weigh the benefits and risk. She has a very conscious approach to uh, the subject, and that is probable, uh, probably why she refused the vaccination so staunchly, Oral said. Another interesting detail about the court order is that fact is that it claims that Vizcana's birthday is on January 20th, 1939, even though all other sources say she was born in 1937. Many lawyers, activists, doctors, and alternative media outlets have come to the defense of Vizcana and have blasted the action taken by German authorities. 
This decision is a gigantic judicial scandal. Lawyers and expert for medical law, uh, Beat Bonner, wrote in a Telegram post. Professor Martin Hadiski, uh, who was one of Austria's most famous critics of the COVID-related government measure, said that the forced vaccination represents a violation, haha, there you go, of the Nuremberg Code, which forbids medical experiments on humans since the COVID injections were not properly tested before being introduced to the market. Zavinsky's lawyer, Holger Fischer, who appealed the court order, uh, gave an update on his Telegram channel on January the 12th, saying the district court of Stuttgart granted his urgent application to suspend the compulsory vaccination until the decision on the appeal is made. However, Zavinsky uh, could still be forcefully institutionalized at any point, according to Fischer. The Jewish composer was born in 1937. In Avisia, Ukraine, uh, the city was occupied by Nazi Germany between 1941 and March of 1944. She created numerous works of classical music throughout her career uh, that were played by orchestras around the world. Folks, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? They're torturing her. Can you believe this? Like all over again. This is infuriating. I don't even know. I don't even know. I would say, what is this world coming to? But we all know what this world is coming to. Jesus Christ is coming back. That's why, because it's going to be pure, absolutely unadulterated evil like it is right now. But God's going to put a stop to that. Just remember, we win. Jesus Christ is victorious. He's already won the battle. He's already won. Did you know that? He's seated in heaven. It's already done. He's won. He's already finished. He finished it on the cross. Praise God. Anyway, folks. This ought to make your stomachs, stomachs turn. They're doing this with a Holocaust. She's 85 years old. 85 years old. Anyway, the green agenda has never been about science or the environment. It is about green money and power, says the American thinker. The people pushing the green agenda always say they are basing the agenda on, quote, science, unquote. Yet their actions continually show that is not true. The EU scientific arm said that the chemical element lithium used in green vehicle batteries should be labeled as a toxin. But the EU refused to call it that because it would interfere with the policy to promote electric cars powered by the highly flammable pollutant. <laughs> you can guys go to americathinker.com and check that out. Mall of America tells man to remove Jesus saves shirt over offended shoppers. Yes, folks. That's what this world is coming to. This is the Mall of America. <laughs> this article is by Caleb Park and you can find it at toddsterns.com toddsterns.com So, footage of a Christian being told he needs to take off his Jesus Saves shirt at the Mall of America because people were offended is going viral. Quote, if you want to shop here, you need to take that shirt off. Unquote. A security officer at the iconic Minnesota Mall can be heard telling the man in a video posted by at um, Rawls family on TikTok. Uh, it goes on to say, what is wrong with my t-shirt? The man asks. Uh, the back of his shirt reads, Jesus is the only way with the coexist symbol crossed out. And, uh, Sorry, there's some stuff that just popped on there. So he goes on to say, uh, quote, again, sir, it is uh, it is religious soliciting. There is no soliciting on my property, which is private property. The guard told the man, uh, we've had guests come up and say they are offended by your shirt. The officer asked him if he wanted to be arrested, if he asked him if he wanted to be arrested, if he wouldn't take the shirt off. And he says, uh, do you want to be arrested for the charge of trespassing? He added. 
Uh, what did I do wrong? The man asked. Jesus is associated with religion and it's offending people. The officer could be heard saying at a different point in the conversation. Of course, you can watch the video here below. It goes on to say, according to the Mall of America's website, inappropriate clothing includes apparel that has obscene language, obscene gestures, or racial, religious, ethnic slurs that are likely to create a disturbance. I didn't see a slur there, did you? As for, solic for soliciting, the website says, conduct that is disorderly, disruptive, or which interferes with or endangers business or guests is prohibited. Such conduct may include, but is not limited, loitering, engaging in soliciting, blocking storefronts, hallways, skyways, fire exits, or escalators, or walking in groups in such a way as to inconvenience others, picketing, demonstrating, soliciting, protesting, or petitioning. Emphasis added, he says, which is soliciting. Goes on to say, uh, I automatically assumed this was overseas, but it's right here in America. John Mason, who posted the video to Twitter, said, uh, Many online agreed, though this is only a portion of what went down. Quote, I don't even recognize this country anymore, unquote, King Min Lee wrote. Uh, quote, bet they wouldn't have said anything about a all save shirts, unquote, one man said. Another quote says, when you say something is open to the public, it means everyone is welcome. Not doing so should result in losing your right to remain open for business. Shut them all down, said another user. Goes on to say, um, right down here, here it is, the security guard. And you can watch her here at Rawls Family at TikTok. And it says, people are complaining about this shirt. And you ought to see this little mock cop here. Uh, oh, there's a couple mock cops. Yeah, there you go. And it's, uh, it's an African-American man, and he has a shirt that says, Jesus saves. He's not telling anybody anything. He's not soliciting people. But then we have, um, we have this mall cop out there telling the guy that he can't wear his shirt in the Mall of America. I guess it's America with a K, folks. Anyway, unfortunately, that gives security guards a bad name when they act like that. But what can I say? Can't say a whole lot, uh, except I don't recognize this country either. There's no soliciting. There was no, um, he didn't offend. If you're offended, I'm sorry that you're offended. I'm sorry that you live such a pathetic, pitiful life that your parents didn't teach you, um, how to, you know, be respectful and how to, how to get over stuff. This country, these kids, these liberals, these people, they have, they can't, they, I'm offended. Really? What what gives you the right just because you're offended over what somebody else says that you can just shut that? It just makes no sense. But then again, this is the world that we live in. Remember though, call evil good and good evil. Isaiah 5.20. What does he say? He says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Mm, woe is very bad. Especially if you read the book of Revelation when the bold judgments and the trumpet judgments and the angels are saying, woe to the, yeah, to the inhabitants of the earth for, yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, woe is not a good thing. These people need to wake up before it's too late, unfortunately. What else? Minnesota poised to ban, here we go, Christians, Muslims, and Jews from teaching in public schools. Wait, wait, where was the Mall of America with a K? Yeah. Jeez, this article just goes right along with that. So this is at uh, thefederalist.com. Thefederalist.com. It's education. is written by Joy Pullman. Posted on the 12th of January of this year. 
And it says new licensing rules in Minnesota that require teachers to affirm students' transgender identities uh, will meet immediate court challenges from several liberties advocates. It goes on to say Minnesota will soon ban faithful Christians, Muslims, and Jews from teaching in public schools by requiring that every state certified teacher, quote, foster an environment that ensures students' identities such as gender identity are affirmed. Once the new requirements clear a final procedural hurdle, they will be immediately challenged in state and possibly federal court a civil liberties lawyer told the federalist on tuesday says quote we have lots of parents who are upset by this sort of thing in schools already said doug seaton president of minnesota's upper midwest law center in an interview they're going to be even more upset with how their teachers are going to be licensed their teachers are going to have to be uh, have to be faced with hiding their beliefs or getting denied for a state teaching license seaton said uh, it was an accurate it was accurate to describe the nearly finalized regulations as communicating christians muslims and Jews need not apply for Minnesota teaching jobs. That is unconstitutional, he says. So UMLC plans to sue once the changes go into effect. Guys, mm-mm-mm. You see where this is going, right? It goes on to say the spokeswoman did not respond to a follow-up asking how Christians, Jews, and Muslims could adhere to their faith while complying with the licensing requirement that all new teachers uh, publicly reject their faith's declaration that God has created only two sexes, male and female. Minnesota's Professional Education Licensing and Standards Board, a division of the State Department of Education, has been working to change teacher certification requirements since 2019. Its latest public draft, which is finalized, uh, save for a few tweaks that don't affect the content, includes multiple requirements that licensure candidates publicly support critical race theory and transgender ideology and include both in their teaching. Teachers must receive state licensure to be employed in Minnesota public and many private schools. What do we say? What do we say? They started indoctrinating our kids and they started aware in the education system. That's where they went. We sent our kids off to learn the uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic, and they didn't learn any of that. They learned socialist agendas. <clears throat> they learned um, a bunch of other stuff. They learned how that Tommy could be Timmy and Jane could be John. And yeah, folks, wickedness. <clears throat> wickedness. If you don't think we're living in the end times, Mm. We are most definitely living in the end times. <clears throat> so anyway, guys, just want to give you guys some quick headlines. And, um, you know, I, I don't do an update on Sunday um, anymore because that's my day to spend with the Lord. And so um, I try to take Sundays off. And so anyway, uh, well, okay, one more. Man's quest for immortality, attempting to replant the tree of life with technology Yuval Noah Harari <laughs> yes guys you know the World Economic Forum believes this is to be the concept of homo deus when man becomes God in fact he says history began when humans invented gods it will end when humans become gods quote you see, man craves superintelligence and there is a modern belief that superintelligence and godhood will be the products of human ingenuity Yes, folks. Yes, that's what they believe. This is exactly what these people believe. They're, they have been blinded. Satan has blinded their eyes. They have blinded them to the truth. And, of course, when you read this, I mean, you completely understand. They think they can upload their thoughts to a computer server or whatever and that they'll live forever in some computer-generated whatever. This is what these people believe. 
<laughs> I don't really gonna get the power to do all of this because you know what are they gonna do when they run out of you know everything? What are they gonna do? <laughs> resources, folks. Resources. Maybe that's why they want to save all the resources for themselves. Who knows? They're wicked people, and this whole thing that they they're building this like new world, and they're all the you know. Of course, you and I we're, we're all part of their new world agenda. That's why they got to kill us all off. You know. What they don't understand is that um, God has a plan and God is allowing these things to happen, but um, their thoughts are futile. It's futile. God laughs at them. He laughs at them because of what they think. He laughs at them. Fools become wise in their own eyes. Yeah, but they're fools. And this is going to come to an end and Jesus Christ will come back. And I tell you what, you don't want to be here for the tribulation I can't tell you it's going to be a time unlike any in human history, in the world's history. You don't want to be here. You may not survive like the first five minutes. You may not survive. There's going to be hailstones, huge craters. I mean, it's going to be insane. It's going to be God's wrath poured out on this earth. You don't want to be here. And the good news is if you are a born-again Bible-believing Christian, spirit-filled, born-again uh, believer, you won't be here. If Jesus Christ is your, Jesus is Lord. He's already Lord. He's, you know, everyone's like, I'm going to make you my Lord. He's already Lord. I saw that. I don't know if it was, I think it was uh, Pastor Billy Crone was saying that it'd be the Lord of all of He's the Lord. He is King of Kings and Lord of Lords. But anyway, we acknowledge that as, as Christians. And, you know, the Bible says uh, that one day every single knee shall bow to Jesus Christ. Everyone those under the earth, on the earth, everywhere. So just remember that. You can bow now or you will bow later. Um, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for Jesus. I'm thankful that, you know, he came and, and took the punishment that I should have got. Should have, That was for me. But he came and took that for us. Remember, well, remember what it is to be saved and what he went through to save us. Um, doing a good study. Uh, I think it's uh, Pastor Billy Crone's study. Anyway, uh, get in, get into the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you guys, because otherwise, this world you will be you you can be led astray. You look at all these Christians that are being led astray. Just you know, doo -doo -doo -doo. I was watching. I can't remember which pastor it was, but I was watching uh, yesterday and uh, talking about these churches. You know, the Church of Laodicea. You got the churches of all these you know these different churches, and of course, I think it's Pastor JD Farag. Anyway, in like all these churches. You know, I, I wish you were warm or I wish you were cold or hot, you know, but you're not. You're looking, I'm going to vomit you out of my mouth. And we look over at church history and we think about, wow, you know, um, you know, it was at the creek, at the creek. Guys, if you haven't gone, I just literally, um, I think it's at the, yeah, just, um, just found um this on youtube one day you know if you like you leave your your if you're watching youtube you know you're watching like pastor billy or whatever and this other video pops up you know that you don't subscribe to you're like oh, okay um anyway well it was theirs and it popped up and i started watching it and he's got a pro i gotta add him to my website he's got a prophecy update and oh my gosh is it amazing um he is fantastic i am i'm trying to find his name here <laughs> i'm terrible with names especially when i just started watching him but um I want to say, oh, I'm going to pull him up her staff. Okay, I think it's Meter, Brett Meter, Pastor Brett Meter at Athey Creek. That's A-T-H-E-Y Creek. 
Uh, you can go to atthecreek.com or um, you can find them on YouTube. Guys, he did a, uh, that's what he was talking about. I'm, I'm not going to give you any more. I'm going to let you guys watch it if you want to. And then I may come on later on this week and talk about it. But uh, yeah, awesome, awesome. He does a great prophecy update too. So you got John Holler and you got uh, Pastor Meter. Um, so, so many. Um, of course, you know, um, we still got uh, Calvary Chapel Chino Hills is one of my favorite. Um, so lots of great ones. Uh, uh, lots of great. Lots of great people out there. So let me see if I can find the one that's Ironworks Sanctified uh, Prophecy Update 2023 January is against the flow. Uh, Brett Meter, guys, go and check that out. And lots of good stuff. And oh, the messed up church. I know I talk about them a lot. It's called um, the messed up church. They call it hit the bar. Uh, it's Stephen Kozar and his wife Paulette Kozar. I love them. They are fantastic. And the latest one that they did was Kenneth Copeland's False Doctrine Extravaganza. Um, that was um, at Bethel Reading. So that was two days ago. Folks, check it out. You're going to be like, what? Um, so we, we talk about how these people are like, like possessed or they are, um, they're not preaching the gospel. They're false pro, all this stuff. Check them out because they're going to tell you why. Anyway. Anyway, guys, with that, I am going to get off of here tonight. Um, thank you all so much for listening. And, um, you know, thank you guys for everything y'all do for all the prayers and everything. I'm, I'm so thankful for that. And just know I'm praying for all of you guys, too. Um, we are living in the end days. And, I, I, you know, I don't think I realized this is what it was going to be like um, when I was little. You know, and my mom was telling me about the rapture. You're like, you know, I just don't think. I, and she told me how bad. Yeah, I just didn't think. And I, I've read these hundreds of times I've read in, in Revelation. And, all, and I'm like, I never thought it was going to be this bad. And then if you don't, if you only listen to the mainstream media, you, you really don't know how bad it is. You really don't know how many people are dropping dead. You, you really don't know because they're not showing that kind of stuff on the news. You know, you'll hear about, you know, your actors or like whatever, all these people are, you know, of course, you know, but you're not going to, you're not going to know the, the full scope of it. In, unless you watch stuff or you listen to things that are not in your mainstream media because these people are, are, are gaslighting you like you know they said they're 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 feeding you uh they're feeding you lies and people are taking there's like okay okay you know but i'm gonna do something here. i'm gonna go to google and i'm gonna i'm just gonna say um let's see died suddenly you can top this in died suddenly and uh just see what it comes up with you see, you could go to the news part. There it is, news. And um, if you guys watched the movie uh, documentary on uh, Stu Peters on his Rumble page, um, they did this died suddenly. And so, um, uh, let me go. Here's one. Here's Wired. Twitter is a megaphone for died uh, sudden death vaccine conspiracies. See, they got to throw all this up there so that, you know, it's all. Here we have Snopes. No evidence Lisa Marie Presley's cause of death was COVID 19 vaccine. Really? American Auto alumni CJ Harris dies suddenly at 31 years old. Here we have when Antifax died suddenly, conspiracy mongering vultures target a friend in colleges. Here we go. See, they're going to throw all this stuff. But here's a daily caller dancing on ice stars who died pro skater sudden death at 33 in on air tribute. Folks, here's uh, uh, here's UK Metro UK schoolgirl six died suddenly hours uh, after dad tucked her into bed. Folks, this is autopsy ordered for bullet tree woman who died suddenly. Folks, it's page after page after page. My mother's uh, will leaves everything to her three children. My brother died suddenly, and his wife says she will receive her all this stuff. 
fit and healthy Nelson man, 26, full of love, died after sudden chest pains at home. Folks, it's page, page after page, to 27,500,000 pages. TikToker Waffler69, best known for his adventurous food content, died suddenly at age 33. But it's just... Uh, tribute paid uh, tributes paid to incredibly loved Northwest paramedic who died suddenly. It's this 18 year old sax athlete unexpectedly died. More disturbing reports emerge of young athletes died. 21 year old Air Force cadet died suddenly. Or he collapsed. U Pitt or University of Pitt farm student uh, Lindsey Heck died suddenly at 25 years old. Really. But, you know, they're going to tell you, look at these people trying to leak out this that they're lying to you. This is how these vultures are trying to tell you that it's the vaccine. Oh, 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 whatever. It's crazy. It's crazy. But it, it's page after page after page after page of this. I mean, I could re- leaky moly media head dies suddenly. Michael Irvin says Franco Harris died suddenly. Folks, you remember Franco Harris of the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers? This is page two. It goes on and on. There's, you know, so many of these. Uh, is, funeral services announced for Scotch Plains High School student who died suddenly. Uh, Heron Morton's kindergarten student who died unexpectedly. Uh, did CDC confirm that thousands died suddenly as a result of the blah, blah, the Snopes? Of course they're throwing all this stuff in there to throw you away. Like, no, no, it's not the vaccine. <laughs> People always died like this, sure. ABC News executive producer Tax Dejira, 37, died suddenly. Dies suddenly. Liberal Senator Jim Mullen dies age 72 after sudden, sudden decline in death. Really? Wow. Sheriff Moran's beloved canine. All this stuff created from like all kinds of stuff. ER death. Nor, uh, uh, NS woman dies uh, after leaving, of course, she left the busy yard. S- suddenly, sudden death like that is hard enough. It goes on to say, 34 homeless children died unexpectedly. What? Folks, this is insane. But they're trying to make it look like we are the insane ones. Oh, no. You anti-vaxxers. <laughs> you <Y'all> anti-vaxxers. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Rim dim severe. That was, that's not our plan. Like Lamentier at our hospital said. Both of them. BSA in Northwest Texas. That was their protocol for people who had COVID. We're going to put you on this rendemptivir and stick this vent down you and then you're going to die. Yep, because that's our plan. Our plan is not to actually help you. No, we get all this money if we use rendemptivir. We get even more money if we use a ventilator. Then we get more money if we do. It's all about the money, folks. Makes you sick. I don't even trust our own hospital. That's bad. That's bad. But anyway. (sighs) What can we say, right? We are living in the end days. That's why I tell you. They're injecting the stuff in the meat. They're already putting all this stuff in there. Um, they're going to get it to you one way or another. And where's our hope? Our hope is on the government. Our hope is on doctors. Our hope is on politicians. Our hope is on it. Our hope is in Jesus Christ and Christ alone. That's it. And that's where we should be focused. Our main focus should not be on all of this going on in the world today, but it should bring our attention back to the Bible. Our focus is the kingdom of God. Not this one. Not here on earth, but God. That's our heavenly kingdom. That's our focus. But if you're not paying attention to what's going on around the world, you're not going to realize, you know, hey, we're getting a little close here. <laughs> Look what the Bible said was right. What? <laughs> anyway. Oh, God, it's not feeling too well tonight. So I'm going to get off of here. 
Um, so anyway, uh, as always, get in the Word of God. Let the Word of God get into you. And Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha. Thank you guys so much for listening. May God bless each and every one of you.